What's up, people? This episode is sponsored by Lucia Rivers Harry, nutritionist, chemical engineer, and director of Nutrition is Medicine, a nutrition online business specializing in microbiome and nutrigenomic testing, consulting, nutrition plans, and the NIM Learning Hub membership. Lasia believes gut health and the interaction of key genes is fundamental to the root cause of health issues and resolving those issues. Lucia is offering all Primodcast subscribers and listeners 10% off all microbiome and gene testing packages. Get on it, people. Simply add Primod at checkout and the discount will apply. I'll attach a link in the description of this podcast. Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. Podcasting. Podcasting from Sydney, Australia. This is the Primodcast. Independent, unfiltered, and uncensored. Beginning in three, two, one. All right, I just read a post. Am I bright enough there? Yeah, gotcha. All right, cool. Um, I just, you know, I just read a post. Just I'm trying to find it again to read it to you. Yeah. Um, Fuck. Where was it? Hold on. Um. Ah, it's gone now. Lost in the um. Lost in the algorithm. Um, it was saying something like middle-aged people who can't hop on one leg for 10 seconds are twice as likely to die in the next 10 years. What? Where are they getting that from? <clears throat> I don't know, but man, some of the shit you see lately is crazy in regards yeah, to health. That's insane. It's ridiculous, man. So much. What have you been up to? Mate, right now, today, I just went for a swim down the beach. It's so nice down there. The water's just amazing. And, you know, try and get to the gym, try and get to the beach, do a bit of work every day. I'm in my, this is my little uh, work studio at home. So working hard and Is that home? You, ha- you have it at home, that studio? Yeah, I had an office space up until about three or four weeks ago and the building was getting renovated. So I just moved to my um, little study at the moment. I'm kind of liking it here. Good, cozy little vibe. That's where I'm, I'm looking to get a studio set up, hopefully by the end of the year. But um, at the moment, man, you know, with Zoom now, I mean, a lot of the people I speak to on here are overseas anyway. So they're not going to fly yeah. to Sydney to have a chat. So um, I'll probably still do a lot remotely regardless. But yeah, man, it's good to have your own space as well. I just do this at home, but it's good to have your own space. Yeah, it was good having a space. I had a, I had this studio for about last three or four years it was really good had like a pool table in there and a fridge it was like it was kind of also the party space as well like everyone in manly would fucking show up at my office and drink and play pool and get wasted and whatever all kinds of crazy shit would go down there that was a bit of fun but um being at home now is like probably calmed me down a little bit off the partying and that too so that's a good thing now let me say i've spoken to some well known as controversial they're fine pete evans one of them uh, man, I've spoken to a few of them that are quite controversial, but I reckon that you'd probably be right up there in terms of controversial guests, which is fucking crazy because we've had a few conversations now. You're just a normal guy. I don't get where it comes from. Mate, I don't get that <clears throat> at all. Hey, like I never set out to be controversial. I don't think I am controversial at all, but I take that as an honor and thank you for saying that. Mate, wear it as a badge. You know what? It's Where did this all stem from? Was it the uh, the show? Mate, all right. It all stems from one trailer that was cut for maths, right? So I was on maths in 2018 and, you know, went through the process like a normal person. I didn't apply for the show, right? I got 
recruited at my local pub at the Manly Wharf Bar. Never even heard of the show. They just said, you know, some people walk around the pub and said, do you want to be on this show? I was like, all right, sounds interesting. And they said, they sell this idea to you that you're going to meet the perfect woman. They've used scientific methods to find the perfect woman for you. So I was like, all right, yeah, sounds interesting. I'll give it a shot. And um, anyway, I get picked for the show. Um, do my master interview and then a few other interviews. So you do like an hour long interview, which is called the master interview. Basically they make you talk for an hour and open up about everything just so they've got anything they want to work with in the edit. And like, look, I said a few things like, I think Australian men are being whipped by their women, which I stand by hundred percent. I said, you know, basically it was insinuating that men need to be men and that there's nothing wrong with men being men and that we've kind of lost that a little bit in our society. Another thing I said was, you know, like in my previous relationship, my ex-partner just wasn't attentive to my interests. And like I was into music and art and skateboarding in this and that. And she was into a lot of things that she was into. And I was very attentive to what she, you know, her interests. And I would ask her questions about what she liked and whatnot. And she just never really listened to what I liked. Like I used to play music and be in bands. She never once asked to listen to any of my music or get into anything that I'm into. And I was like, you know, in my new partner, I want a woman that listens to me, you know, and takes care of like, take, pay, pays attention to the things that I'm into and actually takes an interest in me as a person. So what do they take out of that? They take that one little bit where I said, I want a woman that listens to me. <laughs> And they cut that with like all these other snippets and 10 different audio sources from 10 different things that I said. They put the word obey in big red letters behind my head and made me the character, this guy who wants a woman to obey him, which was total bullshit. I've never said the word obey. I don't want a woman to obey me. Yeah, I said I want a partner who listens to me in terms of communication and who doesn't want a partner that listens to of them. Course. So that was the first trailer that dropped for Maths 2018 and it went viral all around the world. Um, there's me sitting like this with a blindfold on, the word obey in big red letters, just a still photo of me, mind you, because they chopped the shit out of my audio and made a whole storyline sentence that was completely the opposite, basically, of what I said <clears throat> and, and total, a total misrepresentation of that conversation that I had. And, you know, just generated this big, like this, it, they just do it to generate like media interest and drama and, you know, everyone's yeah. just freaking out about, oh, this guy who wants a woman to obey him is on TV. It, it blew up. It went viral all around the world. There was petitions to have me taken off the show. Every feminist in Australia, every feminist in the world was writing articles about me being a rapist, a misogynist, a, a wife beater. Like literally they were, they were, these people who had never met me, never asked me a question in real life for calling me a wife beater. And I'm like, what, what are you talking about? You've never met me. You never asked me one question about who I am as a person. I'm, I'll never lay a finger on a woman. If anything, I'm the man who's protecting the women in my life from creepy guys like that and violence. I'm, I'm not a violent person in any way, shape or form. Yet I got sort of, typecast as this violent misogynist and it was like that's what opened my eyes to how full of shit the leftist feminist media movement really is because so i witnessed it firsthand i witnessed them lying about me i witnessed them saying things that i know are not true 
And I was like, wow, like I've actually kind of believed a lot of this shit growing up and read, I, I would consider myself kind of a leftist. I would consider myself a feminist in that I believe in equality for all people. Mm. And now I've seen this other side where, wait a minute, they're all lying. They're all just trying to sell newspapers. They're all, it's all clickbait. They, it, so every article that I've read in the past, wow, how much of that's all bullshit? Because I know everything they wrote about me is bullshit. So from that point on, man, it really opened my eyes and, and sort of encouraged me to f- like fight back and call like these feminist websites like, you know, Mamma Mia and The Guardian and all this leftist media, all these websites that were literally blatantly lying about me. Basically, they've inspired me to call them out on their bullshit for the rest of my life. So I think that's a good thing. More people need to do that. But so that was obviously the trailer for the show. So you're on the show, yeah? So what happened in that? Like, did you say to them, listen, the fuck, what are you doing? Mate, I did. They they called me the night before that trailer dropped and said, Dean, you're going to be the star of this season. And your trailer is the first trailer that drops tomorrow. And we need to warn you. It's not going to be good. And I was like, what? What are you talking about? What have I done wrong? Oh, look, you know, just trust us. It's going to be bad. And I was just like, what What the hell? And so that trailer dropped. And I was like, I wanted to go on YouTube straight away and clear the air and tell my side of the story. And I said that to Channel 9. And they're like, no, no, don't do that. It's all part of the show. It's all part of the mystery. Don't worry. Like, this is how the process works. Trust the process. They just brainwash it into like Mm. doing what they want you to do. So whatever, like. Kind of went along with it. On the show, I was matched with this woman called Tracy, who's a lovely woman, but she it was a total stitch up. We were not matched for love. Um, one of the things I said was, I can't be with anyone who doesn't live in Sydney or Melbourne. I said, they're the only two cities in Australia I would live. Um, I said, I don't want a person who already has a baby or a child because you know I want to start fresh. I don't want someone who's caught up in a whole life with another man and all that drama that goes along with having another baby. A few other things as well. I said, they completely ignored that. She was from Perth. She did have a baby culturally, intellectually, physically, even in every way we were wrong for each other, but they made it, they made us go together because Tracy had, had said a few things like, I I want a man who takes charge. I like a real man. I like a traditional male alpha male who takes charge. So they saw those few little lines from her that she had said and the few little lines that I had said and went, oh, wait a minute, we can create a controversy here. We'll get in big trouble. However, we're exonerated. The minute Tracy comes on camera, she says, I'm looking for an alpha male. I want a man who takes charge. So Channel 9 all of a sudden is out of trouble. It's not their fault. They just matched this woman with this misogynist man that she wanted. So everyone sort of chilled out there. But then what happened was, the first day of the honeymoon, I told my producer, hey, look, this woman's not right for me. Send me home. I don't want to be here. The very first day, I told them that on camera for like half an hour. They didn't show any of that. And they said, nah, man, you can't go home. you got to stay. Um, the plane doesn't leave Fiji until Friday. Sorry, you got to stay. So I was like basically forced to try and make a go of it with this woman who I knew deep down was not right for me. Um, And anyway, when we get back to Australia and we go to the first dinner party, there was another girl on the show called Davina and she'd totally blown it with her husband. Those two weren't getting along. They hated each other. Me and Tracy weren't getting getting along. And so Davina and I basically started sort of hooking up on the side. Not like 
we just had had a romance. We went out for a couple of drinks and talked a little bit about her and I getting together. And that got blown up into this is a big affair. This is a giant catastrophe. This is the craziest thing that's ever happened on Australian TV. It was a crazy phenomenon of hatred and disgust over this bride and groom. This guy cheated on his bride on a show about marriage. Like, really? I'd known this girl for literally a day, knew I wasn't into her and showed some interest in another woman. And that made me like the biggest asshole in the world, apparently. So that, you know, compounded everything else, turned all that into a massive drama. Like the whole thing became a huge shit show and the show rated amazingly. It was the highest rating show in Australia at the time, still is to this day. Basically, I feel, I, I think it's because of what happened on my season. They cracked the formula where we make controversy and people watch this. And that was partly my idea. I'm the one that said, let's do this affair on the show. Like my, my partner, Davina, she wanted to just run away from the cameras and do it off camera and do it in real life. And I was just like, look, we're here for an experiment. We're supposed to be true to this experiment. We're supposed to capture what's really happening in our relationships. Let's just do it on the show. And we did that. So that's my idea, not the producers. And now it's become the biggest money spinner. It was Financial Review said that year that Married at First Sight saved Channel 9 from dissolving. Well, that's basically because of me saying, let's do this affair on the show. So it, it's crazy. Look, I've, I've watched maybe, look, I've never sat down and watched a full episode in my life. I've seen it on and watched a bit of it here and there. My uncle fucking loves it. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man, because there's a, there's a level, look, let's be real about it. You're never going to make the love of your life on a reality show. It's not going to happen. Not really. I mean, it's, it's, it's if, impossible. It, it, it has happened like four or five times in like eight seasons. It's possible. That, that, that's not the purpose of the, the producers don't have that in mind, uh, especially now after my season. They just want to create drama. Like it's not designed. And that's a silly thing. Anyone that's gullible enough to think that that show is about true love is silly. They throw, they throw a successful couple in here and there to sort of keep it legitimate. Mm. But most of it is just about the drama. Even the successful couples, Cam and Jules were on the season after me, I believe. And they're lovely. They're beautiful people. They got along straight away. They fell in love, but they were barely on the show. They were the most popular and they've been one of the most successful couples after the show because people want to see a love story and good luck to them. They're amazing people. They deserve everything they get but they were boring to watch. Like mm. they didn't get much airtime because no one really wants to see a successful couple going, yeah, we love each other. Oh, great. Cool. We're going to be together. Like there's no entertainment yeah. in that. That's what, it's, it's a show. It's entertainment and, and, yeah. and drama. And that's why, you know, with, with you, like when I first, I don't know how it was a while ago now, but when I first seen you up on my Instagram and we first started chatting, um, Man, I could see like there's a few videos you made, and I'm thinking, the fuck, what's everyone's problem with this bloke? I couldn't work it out. <laughs> and even now, like the more I've spoken to you the past few months, it's even more bizarre because to yeah. me, you're just someone that speaks that calls it how it is. Um, you're not afraid to speak your mind, and you put a video up. Um, I think it was about a week ago, maybe even less than that, of uh, Men's Mental Health Week. Yeah, month. Yeah, um, and you got some blowback from that video as well. Oh my God, so much blowback. Like I said something like, um, here's how we solve men's mental health. Don't listen to the feminists. Don't go to therapy. Bury your feelings deep down where they can't hurt you. I mean, God, 
anyone that knows me knew that that particular part was like a joke, but also using triggering language to try and get people to think differently, but mm. also believe it. I think men have become pussies. Like what's wrong with men? Like we've demonized the idea of strong masculine men. We haven't. Yeah. Feminism has. Feminism. Let's yeah. be real about this. Feminism is what's demonized strong masculine men. They want to break down the family structure. They want to break down masculine men. Uh, they hate us. They don't understand mm. men. And I love to fuck with people, basically. And I love to say shit like that just to get a rise out of people. And yeah, a bunch of people jumped on my page and were like, oh my God, you can't say that. It's dangerous. It's dangerous. You need to pull this post down. You need to be banned. So many people reported me for that post saying I need to be banned. I did get shadow banned for it, which happens all the time. Um, And I'm just like, what world are we living in where you can't express yourself and say something just slightly out of the realm of what everyone's sort of general, you know, basic narrative is without being like, turned into a pariah and turned into some evil character that needs to be banned off social media. Like that was proof to me how ignorant our society has become that you, you just have to toe the line and say what everyone thinks is, you know, the, the, the normal ex- accepted thing to say. And I'm just like, no, no, I don't believe that. I don't believe that. Like, and, and I didn't even, I never even said anything like, if you go to therapy, you're less of a man. That's not what I was talking about. And I didn't say that. And I've got no problem with anyone that goes to therapy. I've been to therapy and I followed up my video with a story about where I did go to therapy and it just didn't help. What helped me was taking responsibility for my own life, uh, changing my diet, getting into fitness. I started running on the beach every single day. Um, and that turned around my life infinitely. And the therapy, if anything, just put more confusing thoughts in my head. And that's, I'm not judging anyone that goes to therapy. I've got friends that go to therapy. I've been to therapy. From my experience, you're better off using these other coping mechanisms such as fix your life, fix your financial situation, fix your career, fix your job. People don't do that stuff before they go to therapy and get prescribed prescription medication that they get fucking addicted to for the next 50 years. Like, Mm. Great point. Mate, just, things just get blown out of proportion and people just got so upset. I was shocked at that one, man. Yeah, look, I was too because I, I understood. Look, when I was watching it, I knew that they were going to – I said 100% people are going to get the shits. So I knew it. Watching, I knew what you're saying, but I knew that people would take it the wrong way and obviously they did. But you know what? For me – and I've said a few things too. That And, and look, very different, but I think – the similarities into at the moment, all this crazy stomach surgery, the amount of people I know personally that have had this stomach surgery where they, you know, people lose 30 kilos in a few weeks, right? Their stomach tied up. And it's like, well, okay, but did you try and change your diet before that? Mm. Right? Did you start exercising before that? Is it, is it mm. like, is it just a lazy, is it laziness, just a shortcut for you? Like, you don't want to do the work because yeah. obviously there's, there's, um, you know, if you're getting parts of your stomach ripped and torn apart it's not going to be good for you right of course not so you know with anything like that and therapy included you should tick a few boxes before you go so with therapy um therapy is definitely effective for some people and in your case not very effective but did you try and change your diet first because people laugh at that but it's a fact if you change your diet you'll be surprised at how much better you feel not just physically but mentally changes your whole life so much better 
have you started exercising? Just don't, man, for me, it, if I'm feeling a bit shitty and a bit down and I go for a bushwalk somewhere for a hike in the mountain, it's impossible to stay depressed. Yep. Right? You feel yep. better and instantly. It's cardio, mate. It's getting your heart pumping. Once you do cardio, whether it's like I, I've been doing um, that ski erg and rowing and, you know, bike on the bike and stuff, getting the heart pumping, it gets the blood flowing to the brain and to all the other parts of the body and you feel invigorated. And like mm. you feel inspired, you have more energy. You have more energy to tackle those problems in your life. You look better. That's what it came yeah. down to. I was a bit overweight. My ex had broken up with me. I lost a bunch of weight, but I felt way more confident. And my ex all of a sudden was obsessed with me. The girl that I was like trying to win back, all of a sudden she wanted to be with me. I looked way better. All these things. But, you know, by that time, I'd become a completely different person. Mm. So I will advocate for taking responsibility for your own situation that's all that means really when you think about it saying i okay i did say bury your feelings deep down where they can't hurt you right i did that on purpose to trigger people and it worked very fucking well um i don't necessarily really recommend people bury their feelings deep down where they can't hurt you but at some point you've got to just be strong be stoic and go oh shit this bad thing happened this bad thing happened this bad thing happened okay do I go to therapy or do I invent some new form of anxiety or, or say that I've got this diagnosis where I've got this, you know, mental illness now, or do I suck it up, work on myself, work on the problem, work on my diet, work on all those things and fix the problem and become mm. exponentially better and stronger. I don't know how that became such a controversial thing. Like, it, my, my video got reposted on a few men's mental health sites. I got attacked. I got people telling me I should kill myself. I got people telling me they're going to come and kill me. People telling me that I'm responsible for their partner committing suicide. And I'm just like, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm it's some crazy, dude yeah. on the internet. I'm not a doctor. You don't have to listen to me for starters. B, if you did listen to me, and if this person did listen to me, they'd probably be better off. C, it's none of your business. Like, I'm allowed to say whatever I want on my page. Actually, you're not. This is the whole problem. You're not allowed to say whatever you want anymore. And this gets to the crux of what's wrong with our society at the moment. It's just it it's just getting ridiculous. We'll, we'll get to that in a second because, um, as you know, I've faced quite an amount of censorship in the past few years. But back to, look, people need to understand that life is tough. Yeah. Life is tough. And it's very normal to be depressed. It's very normal to feel sad. It's very normal to feel angry. It's very normal to be tired. It's all these things are normal, right? You're not going to go through your life on a constant high. Otherwise it's impossible. You have highs and you have lows. Now it's important to understand that's, that's completely normal because what's happening now is that people are having a bad few days and maybe they lost their job or maybe Mm. their wife, fuck some other bloke or whatever the case may be. And they're feeling a bit down in the dumps, feeling shitty. They go to a doctor. The doctor will prescribe them a medication. Oh, you got depression. Here you go. Boom. But it's how else, how the fuck else are you expected to feel? I mean, if your wife cheats on you or leaves you and you go to a doctor, oh, you got depression. Well, maybe, but it's also normal. It's given the circumstance. I mean, you know, some people have, you know, serious depression where they get up in the morning and they want to kill themselves for no apparent reason due to chemical imbalances. That's, that's different. We'll talk that about is that. different. That is different. And I had about- a few people jump on my page and say that, well, what about people with chemical imbalances or people that have this? I was like, yeah, obviously they are the outliers. They are the small you know, majority who I have all the sympathy in the world for. 
my comments are aimed at the general population, at, at this general softening of men. And it's about men, really. And it's about feminism. And I explained in my next video that there is an attack on men and masculinity. And like that, everyone wants to go, the, the main gripe was, oh, men's suicide, men commit suicide 75% more than women. Oh, okay. You go and look at the stats dating back to 1907 when we started taking information about suicide. The data back then shows very clearly that men have always been the ones to commit suicide more often than women, always. And like, how obvious is that anyway? Like men are just more physical, we're more violent. Like, of course, men are gonna have higher suicide rates than women. Hmm. I don't see why that's some big revelation that we need to, you know, it's some new thing that we all need to be worried about. It's alarmism. It's just another form of alarmism. Like hmm. it sucks and suicide sucks anytime and depression sucks, all those things suck. But I just think there's a bit of virtue signaling in a lot of these like foundations and stuff that claim to want to help men. Really? What are you actually doing? Like just, just hmm. focusing on the fact that oh, men need to go to therapy, men need to, share their emotions, that doesn't do shit. It doesn't really. For some men, it would, don't get me wrong, for some men, it will help. But in general, the general like pussification of men is happening. And I think that's a very negative thing. And I think focusing on the negatives, i.e. if you're depressed, go to therapy. If you're depressed, take this medication, do this, do that, rather than focusing on be a man, man up. Why is man up a bad word now? Yeah. Well, that's right. Well, they don't want us to man up. And I'm look, for example, I mean, you can be feeling shitty. And I've done it myself. I've felt shitty. You know, you go down, you get you go to the barber, you look good, you feel good, you go out to a club, you pick that up, you fuck them the next morning, you wake up, you feel on top of the world. Yeah. Like, all right, I feel good, I've got my shit back. Sometimes you have a bad few days, and you know, it, it takes something to shift that mentality, whether it be something as simple as just going to a barber and you know, getting a trim looking good. I'm um, getting some attention from, from women. Yeah. That makes a big difference. Um, you know, if you lose weight and you're healthier, you're going to get more attention from women. That's, really, right. that's what makes the world go round, really. Like we, we, we think that, and I've been speaking about this with, you know, people for the last few months, but I'm just trying to find the right way to articulate, to get the message out. But, you know, we've moved too far away from our natural beings. Like exactly, in terms of mate. like, in like, do you know what the other day I was watching? Uh, it's on Netflix. It's called Animals. It's just okay. about it's just about animals, right? They have like yeah. segments on bears and shit. Now, hear me out. So, besides the little climate digs they chuck in there, everyone, of course, there always is in those docos. Right. Yeah, but taking that out, you see the way the animals are. You see the way, like for example, bears, like brown bears. There's this one one bear in particular, and he was the alpha for fucking a decade, yeah. right? And um, this one year, this younger bear come along, bigger. Yeah. Um, and got the better of him, didn't kill yep. him, but fucked him up to the point where he knew the other bear knew that he would get killed if he kept going. Yeah. The previous alpha walked off and that was it. Um, maybe he had the best spot for hunting salmon. The women were there. Literally, he, he the women <laughs> watched the women watched him fight, watched him yep. fight, watched him win. Then literally he walked over to them. They bent, I'm not joking, they bent over for him. Yeah. Just at his mere presence, right? Yep. But that's how it works. Mate, it still works to this day, right? We're, we're not too far away from that. We're we not, think... mate. We're not at all. And like, this is the thing. Like, you talk about the backlash <clears throat> on some of my videos and that. What you don't see is all the women that come into my inbox on, on the sly. And they won't admit it in, in public, but they all come into my inbox and go, nah, man, you're 100% right. 
I agree with you. And this one thing I've noticed from quite a few of my female friends lately is that they say how aroused they are by aggression, men fighting, men fighting each other over a woman. They're so turned on by that. And of, of course. course they are. It's like, that's like you just said with the bears. That's happened in nature for thousands and thousands of years. But okay, here's the thing with that, right? Just because something happens in nature or in the caveman days doesn't mean it's the right thing for us now. And what makes us mm. human is that we sort of rise above that in a lot of ways. Mm. Like we have planes, we have, you know, we help disabled people live. Like in the in the animal kingdom, if, a, if an animal's born disabled or any kind of deformity, they just, they literally get killed. They get stomped on and mm. eaten usually or thrown yeah. in the river. That's Whatever. Right. Humans, we take care of our disabled, which is great. I'm all mm. for that. However, you nailed it, man. You said it exactly right. We've moved a little bit too far away from our natural state of being. And like, yeah, we should move away from some of the more horrible, evil, mean things. Like bears just walk up to each other and literally just rip each other's faces off and eat each other. Yeah, we shouldn't do that. However, I think we've gone a bit too far to coddling people. And like people are just too comfortable to, to, yeah, like the world, the world is so successful. This the patriarchy, all the men that have built this society, apparently, according to women, have created such a successful, comfortable society where we have access to food, shelter, water, entertainment, everything we need. Now we're too comfortable. We've gone to this point now where we, we need to invent things to whinge about. Yeah, that, that's what happens. All day from these feminists and these lefties, they're, they're whinging about the most bizarre thing. Like yesterday mm. it was transgender women or like biological male so you're born a biological male and you say i'm a woman now and you want to go and play rugby league well rugby league the international rugby league board has just banned those people from playing in women's rugby league and Mm. i thought oh right you know thing standard thing you get online there's a massive wave of Mm. people complaining that that's transphobic yeah, I know. I'm just like, what? Are We've seen that with the swimmer, yeah, with, with that, uh, what's her name? Leah, Leah Thomas. Thomas. Look, man, yeah. Leah Thomas, that's a swimmer. That's swimming. It's not a combat sport. It's not a physical sport. I still don't really agree with it. But rugby league, you've got body-on-body oh. body collision. It's other than like ice hockey and NFL, I reckon, are the only other two sports in the world that have as much collision and as much heavy force hitting two humans together. They all wear pads. Mm. Rugby league and AFL, I reckon they're the two hardest sports as hard as, as far as body on body collision goes. And these people are whinging that we mm. don't want big, huge biological males like Hannah Mouncey, who did it in the AFL, mm. playing in women's rugby league. And that's transphobic if you say you're against that. It's what? insane. But you know that that's right. But back to the back to that swimming now. Look, I believe that, you know, sport is different. If someone wants to change their gender, I'll be the first one to tell you it doesn't bother me in the slightest. I couldn't give a fuck. But but no, that's right. But when it comes to sport, like you understand that that girl, that Leah Thomas, who was a below average male competitor, Mm. like ranked 400 something, changes over to the women's division and is killing it, right? Winning world record, all sorts of shit. But think about the, if I had a daughter, well, I do have daughters, but if my daughters were into swimming, right? Yeah, and and they trained their whole life, worked hard, dedicated, devoted, and got to that point only to lose to Leah Thomas. As a father, I'd be fucking Mate, furious. But imagine what, imagine how those. I don't care what those girls say. 
who are in the pool with her. I'm, I don't care what they say in front of the camera. I can promise you now, it, it, they're, not it's, it's, they're not happy about it. because now, some, some have come out now. Some have come out and, and uh, anonymously you know, expressed that they're not happy with it. I mean, it happens all the time, mate. The, the American women's soccer team played against a under-15s male team. They got beaten like 15 nil. One of the main, I think it was the Australian netball team that played against the, a male team entered the women's um, netball in the junior summit, absolutely slaughtered everyone. Uh, it happened with the Williams sisters. The Williams sisters got challenged by this 400th ranked male tennis player. No one ever talks about this. It's very rarely publicized. He drunk a beer, beat Vanessa Williams, slaughtered her, and then had another beer and beat, Venus Williams, and like no one really talks about it. And he, this guy's like literally ranked 400, drinking beers. Apparently, he was on the beers the night before as well. And it's like yeah, I don't even, I never heard about that. That's funny. Yeah, man, it's what? not very well publicized. But go check it out. Like this guy beat Venus Williams and Vanessa Williams. Um, don't quote me on all the details, but that's basically what happened. And it's happened a lot. Like, it's also it normal, in- man. It's also normal. It's also normal. Like that's big. That doesn't surprise me because it's 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 biologically there's differences, and that's okay. That's fine. We should like be it, celebrating those differences. That's literally what makes the world go around. Beautiful, yeah. soft, feminine women love being feminine. Love dressing up. Love and like how good are they at it? Like that, yeah. those beautiful hot women were born to dress up, to, to make themselves beautiful. Men were born to be attracted to them and fight each other to get the attention of that woman and be the big, brutish, awesome, male, masculine energy that we are. Like, why are we so against that, mate? Like, it's ridiculous. It's bizarre, but it's, it's you know, when you move too far away from order, from, from basic order. And the natural order of things. The natural order of things, problems will creep into society. There's many examples of that, many examples of that. And one thing that I'm saying a lot is, like, here's another example. The other, about a week ago on Twitter, there was a transgender athlete. Yeah. Uh, trying to think, man that become a woman. Yeah. Now, something was said, I was tagged in it, and I said, um, you know, I don't find it very attractive. I got, yeah. cond- I got slammed for that. I'm like, well, what, what do I'm going to do? Like, lie to you and say, oh, just, just because as a transgender, I have to find them attractive. It's like, there's many of women that I don't, many women I don't find attractive as well. (laughs) Right. It's normal, but you know, it's just when you you can't speak about that community and it's fucking driving people insane. It really is. It's ridiculous. I I did a YouTube interview with Blair White. I don't know if you know who she is. She's an amazing uh, female transgender person, YouTuber. She's hot, man. If you look at photos of her, she's... Is she, is she blonde? No, she's brunette. She's one of the hottest chicks you'll ever see, but she's a dude and she has a penis. And she won't mind me saying that because she's a conservative. And she, one of her videos she just did recently was really intelligent. She said, why are so many transgender people worried about being different or other? Why is other or different such a bad thing? And she accepts that, yes, she still has a penis, she doesn't want to get the surgery because it's absolutely gruesome and there's comp- massive complications with all those surgeries. It's it's a nightmare. But she's beautiful and I accept her as a woman because that's what she wants to be addressed as. But she doesn't go into female bathrooms. 
Um, she goes into the men's bathroom because she has a brain and has common sense and says, I don't want to get my dick out in front of young girls. Like what's mm. it going to do to a young girl's brain to be exposed to some random male, especially when it's like a woman wearing woman's clothes and makeup and then they yeah. pull their dick out. Like, of course, the, there's, yeah, there's a lot of transgender and LGBTQ people who have common sense, man. I grew up in a family. I have six lesbians in my family. My sister's one of my favorite people in the world. She's been gay since she was 15. I've got nothing against gay people, lesbians, trans people at all. If they are reasonable, like I'm reasonable, reasonable about my limitations as a human being. Like I shouldn't walk into a woman's bathroom, for example, like, cause I have a penis and that's inappropriate. Like women, you know, transgender women with a penis just need to be reasonable. Like we need to just get back to reason, reasonable thinking. And like, there are many, many, many awesome trans people Awesome gay people, even drag queens, man. I'm not a huge fan of drag queens because I had a big run in with a very well-known drag queen who absolutely is insane and made up a total bullshit story about me. But there's awesome drag queens who that's just what they want to do in life. Fine, I've got no problem with it. And they accept that, you know, we need to be reasonable about exposing children to sexual concepts. So it's not, it's not just... It's not trans people. It's not gay people. It's a very small minority of the woke brigade. The it's an ideology. It's an ideology. Exactly. I have the problem with as well. Now, there was an article posted. I, I was supposed to I, I'll make a video about it to stick on my Instagram because I couldn't fucking believe it. So there was an article in the Washington Post that I read. Um, her name, Lauren Rowello. That's the writer's name, journalist, Lauren Rowello, right? right? So the headline was, yes, Kink belongs in pride, and I want my children to see it. Wow. That was the headline. So I retweeted that and said, whoa, um, Lauren Ruello is a danger to children, which yeah. in my opinion, she fucking is. Why do, you, why do you want to take a child to what? Like, that's fucking insane, right? I got 12 hours. I got locked out of my account for hate speech. Wow. Thinking, whoa, hold on a second. If, if what I said is hate speech, what's that article? Exactly, man. Exactly. But that's how fucking insane it is that you can't even call it out now. That to me, that's grooming. You can't like that is why would you want to take a child to a sexualized event, not only sex, but with kink. So sort of that yeah. next level. Yeah. Why the fuck do you want your children to be exposed to that unless you're twisted in the head? Yeah, it's bizarre, man. It's bizarre. And like it's very bizarre. I, I don't get that. Like I, we don't have parades for how we have sex. No, that's right. And if we did, you probably shouldn't have children at those parades, no matter what. No, like, there was a big I... hetero parade about, like Mardi Gras, the, the the straight Mardi Gras in New Orleans, like chicks get their tits out and stuff like that. You probably shouldn't have kids at that. Like it's not no. about gay or straight or whatever. No, it's not. It's like, and that's the problem. With don't it. expose kids to sexual stuff before they're too young. How is that? Controversial. How is that? Like, I can't believe you got banned for saying that. Twelve mate. hours that's... locked out, and I had to either appeal it or um, I had to remove the post. And by removing the post, you're agreeing that you violated yeah. it. So I couldn't do it. I couldn't Good. remove it because I'm like, well, fuck that. I'm not, I don't mm-hmm. agree with that at all. So I left it <clears throat> and caught my 12-hour ban. But, you know, it, it's not it's not that community. It's in general. Like, as you said, if there was straight 
events where they're parading, you know, heterosexual sex, uh, sexual activity. And, and I wouldn't want my kids at that either. Yeah. It's nothing to do with, but it seems to be there's a very unusual relationship and tie-in between certain members of that community mm. and wanting children to be a part of that. Yeah. I, I don't know why, you know, because it doesn't, Children, they, they, I think it's revenge, mate. I think it's revenge. They, they, they're angry that, you know, and fair enough. Like a lot of gay people were probably teased 30, 40 years ago. And back even further than that, it was probably a pretty bad time for gay and lesbians and even queer people or trans people. There would have been a lot of teasing. You know, everyone gets teased, but they probably got teased a bit more than most. Yeah. So I Definitely. kind of understand that there had to be the pride sort of movement over the last 30 years. Mm. But to be honest, no one cares anymore. No one cares about gay people. Like the only reason no. we end up caring about gay people or trans people is because they push it too far into like, oh, well, we should be allowed to go into women's bathrooms or fucking do this or play rugby league or do that. So, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Like we're fine with you doing whatever you want, but like, mm as any normal person, straight, gay, whatever, there are limits to our behavior and what we expose children to. Like that applies to you now as well. You're equal in that sense in that you've got to have some decorum in your behavior and in what you express. Like that's normal. Like even like this silly thing that's going around with um, free the nipple. Like, have you heard of that? Yeah. Is that still going around? That was years ago, wasn't it? I, I mean, it's a bit old school now, but like, there's all these people that think women should be allowed to take their shirts off on social media and show their breasts because men are allowed to, because that's equality. I'm like, well, is it though? Like women's breasts are a, a sexual organ. They're like men's, men's nipples are basically a superfluous, like leftover from our DNA because we became out as men. They're not a sexual organ. Like that. Okay. Right. I guess this is what it comes down to, man. Like, and a lot of people, your audience is probably not the people I'm talking about here. And mainly mine as well, but there's a lot of people that don't understand politics as far as what left and right is. Mm. Like I've got good friends that are really intelligent people. Like you're talking about the Washington Post. They don't understand that the Washington Post is completely biased in one direction, in the left. They don't mm. understand that Fox News is more to the right. They don't understand that The Guardian is very left-leaning and environmental and, and they're funded by people who have an agenda. Like the regular, I would say at least 50% of the population, probably more, read an article in The Guardian and just take it at face value. It's like, yeah. no, they are hugely biased. Like, and then you, like you have to read articles from all different sort of fields of that spectrum, of the political spectrum, and then make your own decision because there is so much bias on each side. And I think this is partly why I do what I do. I've always been very politically minded my whole life. And when I got exposed on maths to a wider mainstream audience, I realized, I started to realize people don't know about this stuff. So I'm trying to educate people that, yeah, be aware there's biases in all directions and you need to work out where you sit and you need to work out where every single new, like the ABC is so ridiculously left-leading bias now. Oh, it's bad, now that it? labor's in, it's getting even worse. And I just I can't I can't even watch the ABC anymore. No, it's it's fucking dreadful, the ABC. But you know, it, it's I think in the last since COVID, I think COVID 
it was a huge factor and people are starting to wake up to the news. They're starting to wake up to the games yep. they play, their alarmism, their fear campaigns, their, you know, just, you know, their clickbait headlines that, you know, people are starting to see through that now. And that's a great thing because we need to, like, I mean, this whole left and right, right spectrum. Now I've been, I've had members of, I can't think of their fucking name. Now what are they called? What's that extremist left group? What are they? Yes. Yeah. That's the one. I had someone from that group going at me. I, I said, who are you? And he's telling me oh, I'm such and such from Antifa. And I had no idea what the fuck that even was. So I'm like, well, I had to Google it. I'm like, oh, this guy's oh. a bit of a fucking nut, right? Um, and they're like, and we end up having, I end up having a conversation with it. Normally with, you know, messages going, your message request, you know, unless it really catches my attention, I just mm. leave them there. Um, but this person was quite educated. Yep. In general, you could see they were educated. So I thought, well, I'll, I'll entertain this one and have a chat and just see, you know, where the differences of opinion is. Uh, because I'm very open-minded, extremely open-minded, and, you know, people might not believe that. But because because when I take, when I believe something firmly, that's it. I'm very adamant in that. But, bef- you know, prior to that, I'm very open to, if you know, if you can counter what I believe and you can show me the facts, yep. I'll listen. No problem. Same, same. But this guy was, you know, speaking about, I realized very quickly that we just have different views, right? He hates mm. capitalism, hates capitalism with a oh. passion, right? Um, yeah. We're on a different page there. But I said, you know, in terms of world hunger, I, I think it's extremely ridiculous that we have people that are obese and dying from obese, mm. obesity-related diseases while kids are starving. It's just fucking insane when you think yep. about it. It doesn't yep. make sense, right? I think no one should be starving. There's no excuse for that. Um, but you know, some of their points were valid and, and as the conversation went on, they really did change their tune towards me. I could see that they understood that I'm not what they thought I was. Um, cause I'm very open for discussion and, and to hear other people's opinions and perspectives. I've, um, give me, t- I've lost your, um, your mic. <clears throat> There's no audio coming through unless I've done something not. How about now? Yeah, I got you back. Yeah, I think this one's running a little low on battery. <coughs> Get a few more minutes out of it. Uh, I've got some background noise. Yeah, but you know, man, so that's what I mean. Like, you always, there's always going to be differences of opinion, and that's completely fine. But it's when you try and push your opinion, and 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 not only push your opinion, but you know, you want people to live their life based on your values. Mm. That's when there's a big problem because that's yep. not right. You can't yep. do that. You can't force it onto people, and that's what we're seeing in the last, you know, well, for a while now, but especially in the last five to 10 years is that, you know, you get condemned for suggesting that you don't find a trans person attractive. Yeah. What? Like, or a fat person. That's another thing as well. That's my thing I've, I've said about for a long wow. time, man, is to me, if you are obese and That's man, not attractive. This, is, this is not a dig. No, well, hey, well, yeah, definitely not. But to me anyway, some guys, some guys love it, but yeah, some not me. Out there that find it attractive. No, because to me, you know what it shows? It shows a lack of, of personal responsibility, a lack of self-care. Like, how do you They're let yourself dying. get like that? 
Well, they're sick. Yeah, bro. Yeah, I gotcha. I'll have to switch over to this mic. Buddy, battery's gone. No, you're right. Um, oh. Yeah, man. But to me, you know, to me, obesity is a disease. And when you don't, when it says a lot about the person that's obese. Now, I'm not saying I don't hate fat people at all. It's not a reflection. You know, it's their own thing. But fuck, don't make excuses for it. Yeah. You know, don't try and promote. You know, nah, this fat acceptance movement. Problem, hey. We shouldn't accept fat. Look, fat people. Look, it's gonna sound. Well, not even that. Obesity in itself shouldn't be accepted. No. Nah, because it's unhealthy it and it'll celebrated. You. It shouldn't be. Uh, yeah, I don't know about not be accepted. It shouldn't be celebrated. That's for damn sure. Like, it, it is celebrated now. Like, you, if you mm. go to these, um, you know, I follow Tess Holiday and a few other big, like, body positivity influencers. And if you look at the comments, it's all like, Oh my God, you're so beautiful. You queen, slay queen. Like everyone is insanely positive about these giant, absolutely way, way, way morbidly obese women. Mm. And we're celebrating it as if they're so brave for sharing that. It's like, ah, no, sorry. Like it's not no. brave. It's not. And, and you know what? It's very dangerous to be blowing smoke up their ass because they're going to get fatter and fatter and fatter. They're never going to lose weight because they're, they're, their whole existence, their whole identity, their whole income now revolves around being overweight. And if now, if you lose weight and talk about it on social media, you're fat phobic. Yeah. What on earth have we come to where we're in that situation? True story. True story. I've once backhanded a guy that fucking hard that he, one of his, his back tooth was like come out. Yeah. But do you know why I, back, I backhanded him at the gym? Because he was standing behind fat people that were working out right. and laughing at them. And, and it, his mate actually recorded them, was that like taking horrible. videos of him. That's fucking disgusting, right? So I went up to the guy that was laughing. I, I backhanded. I went up and backhanded him. Um, because to me, that's brave. That's fucking brave. You know you've got a problem. You're yep. overweight. Yep. And, and let's not sugarcoat it. Yep. Obesity is a serious problem. Yeah. And they're taking action. They're, they're yeah. definitely not comfortable doing it. It'd be fucking a miserable time for them. But they're doing it because... That's courage. That's bravery. That that's is, you know man. taking right. ownership of, of yourself. And you know to have someone like that fucking. If I had my time again, I probably would have punched him rather than backhanded him because that's yeah. fucking disgusting. But you know that was, and I'll always. But when I see someone a bit overweight and they're going for a run, when I'm going for a run and they're going for a run, I fucking love seeing that. Yeah, man. So I'm like, look at no, you, man. Should, like that's brave. That we should celebrate that effort for sure, man. And like I I struggle with my back with my weight. I'm overweight right now, and I. Like I, I do classes at a different gyms like circuit training and that. And when I'm overweight, I'm like, shit, I don't want to go. Like it's mainly women in the class and they're all fit and hot. And I'm like, I got a bit of a gut. I'm like, oh, shit, like I don't want to be there. Like, But the thing is like, I hope most people are encouraging and, and you just got to overcome that. And like, if there's anyone overweight out there watching this right now, you know, I got so much respect for you. If you get up off your ass, get out there and work it off. Like that's what I'm doing at the moment. I'm trying to lose weight and it's not easy. You got to get that momentum building, like especially when you're a bit overweight and you're not that fit. It just takes time. You got to ease into it as well. You don't want to injure yourself and it's hard. And like, you know what you know, it is, man? It's genes. Respect Pe for people making an effort. 
But these people like Tess Holiday and that, no, nah, they're not making, if anything, they're making an effort to get bigger and they're getting celebrated more and more. It's fucking insane, isn't more it? And more money. It's, That's it's insane. Insanity, man. It's insanity. Like I'm, I'm it's, it's sick not, and tired of it. It's, yeah, I know. And you know what? One of the excuses I hear all the time and it does my fucking head in. And I, I don't know why people use it. Maybe it's a thing, you know, it comforts them, but it's in my genes. Now, let me stop you there. Definitely, 100%. Some people Some are people, definitely yeah. pr- more prone yeah. to, or, you know, it's easier for certain groups of people to yeah. put on weight um, than others. But are you telling me that if all you ate was fruit and salad, that's yeah. all you ate, you'd yeah. still be overweight? Of course you yeah. fucking wouldn't. Because yeah. it doesn't matter where you're from, what your genes are, a human yeah. body is not overly complex when it comes to putting on weight. Consume more calories than you burn, you'll put on weight. Exactly. Right? Exactly. So I don't buy that excuse for a second. Nah. Yes, it may be a little bit harder for you to lose weight and maybe it's easier for you to gain weight, but yeah. it's because of your diet. It's because of your lack of motivation, your lack of exercise. Just, yeah. That's yeah. what causes it. Yeah. And man, it's just, if you want to lose weight though, man, I've lost about well, eight kilos in about um, two, two and a half months. Yeah. And I haven't really changed my exercise, my workout regime. I've just changed the way I eat. 90% yeah. meat and fruit. That's all I eat. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty good with it, man. When I'm trying to cut, I pretty much I live on tuna, hard-boiled eggs, a bit of greens, and and then some meat. Like you know, it was, that's the thing we all know what to do. It's yeah. fucking built into our DNA. It's not that hard. Don't eat too much carbs and bread and sugar and shit, and eat fresh mm. meat and vegetables and fruit and and exercise. Like it's not that hard. It really comes down to discipline. You know, and and you can just tell the people that aren't being disciplined. Like you can, this is the thing, man. The human brain, the human eye, the nose, our senses are so well tuned to knowing what a person's all about, man. Like this is why we celebrate beauty in all things. That's why a beautiful car looks amazing, and and because like a Lamborghini is beautiful because it's fucking an amazing car. Like a, a Black Panther is an amazing animal. Uh, it looks amazing. It looks stealthy. It looks beautiful. And it is an amazing animal. Like mm. fucking a beautiful man or a beautiful woman. Like you can tell, like they're beautiful most of the time because they've worked at it and they are disciplined and they eat healthy. If, if you don't eat healthy, your skin's all fucked up. You get fat. Like if you don't exercise, like most people that are beautiful are beautiful because they work at it. And, and now, now we're judging people. We're saying, oh, there's this unrealistic um, body image. Well, good. There should be yeah. unrealistic body imagery. We should all be working towards being healthier, more beautiful people. Like, what's, what, why is that a bad thing? Like, yeah, it's sure. Not we're not all going to be Adonis's. We're yeah. not, I'm, not, I'm not going to be able to be Arnold Schwarzenegger one day, but it's great to have a guy like Arnold Schwarzenegger or whoever the current fitness model is. I don't bloody know, but on the front cover of a magazine to go, well, that's possible. If I really put my mind to it, if I work my ass off it, I, I can get close to that, maybe not to that level, but that's what's possible at peak human, you know, performance. And obviously mm. bloody bodybuilders and that are quite unhealthy because they take it too far. Mm. But we all know the, the proper healthy human performance level. And it's not, obese overweight fat people with shitty skin because they eat too much sugar and like that, that's the other thing about tess holiday and that right and these big body positivity influencers most of them are like quite pretty in the face right mm. imagine if they had an ugly face 
They wouldn't be body positivity models. They wouldn't be supermodels. They wouldn't be making millions of dollars. They're still like beautiful in the face. Yeah. So it, it, we're still celebrating beauty. They just happen to be really overweight. You, there's not one ugly in the face body positivity model or influencer. Like, you know, it just goes to prove that we're still obsessed with beauty and we should be obsessed with beauty. Beauty mm. is the most important thing on the planet. That's not to say that ugly people or ugly things can't have value, but now we've come to a point where anyone that's beautiful, anyone that works hard on themselves, like they're, they're a bad person. They're fat shamers or they're like, you know, diet culture is this new word now where like diet culture is a bad thing. Like what? Yeah. I got, I got, I got, I got, I got, man, I got someone, I posted my, um, just my daily, what I was eating for that particular day, like a week or two ago. And, um, my, my diet is very basic, but I've, I feel fucking fantastic. I've meant I feel great hey, inflammation in my gone. Really? Fuck, unbelievable. Right. So that's so, just from like cutting out, <clears throat> just from eating meat and veggies. So I'm pretty much on a, on a carnivore diet, but with meat. Yeah. Um, that's so, what a carnivore diet is right, isn't it? Like just oh, sorry, not with meat. I meant with fruit. Ah, yeah, carnivore diet with a bit of fruit. So, um, but not all fruits, right? So in the more I fast, but you eat meat as well. Yeah, I eat meat. Not yeah, I 95 percent of what I eat is meat, and then I have some fruit as well. That's that's right. all I that's all I eat. But you no, know, I fast from from dinner time till about lunchtime the next day, so I don't have breakfast. And my first meal is typically you know a papaya and maybe three or four hundred grams of beef. Right. Um, and then I'll have some more fruit in the afternoon. I've got a, a, a few uh, beef bars by Chief Beef, uh, Chief Nutrition. Yeah. Um, so I have those in the afternoon. Um, then a bigger meal for dinner. And if I want to have some carbs, I'll have it in the way of like some sweet potato, potato, pumpkin at night. Um, but man, it's been absolutely fucking sensational. So I shared that. Um, and someone's like, oh my God, you're a health fanatic. And I, was, I, I sat on that for a minute. I'm thinking, well, what's the alternative? Uh, like a death fanatic? Like, what, yeah, the fuck? Exactly. what do you say? What do you try to say? Like, Obesity fanatic? Man, I'm 29 now. So, you know, when I was 21, 22, I could eat a lot of shit and get away with it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we all realize as we get older, we realize our mortality and that. Tell me about it, mate. I'm 44. You, you know, the consequences of, of doing shit. If you eat the wrong thing, you're going to feel like shit. Yeah. Um, and you're not going to have, you know, the back end of your life is going to be riddled with disease and fucking yeah. medication and IV drips. Yeah. And I don't want that. So, um, 29th, I thought, you know what? Oh, it's not too late. It was never yeah, too late. It was never too late. But man, I'm telling you now, I was very skeptical of the carnivore diet. I really was. But I, I bought a book um, from Dr. Paul Saladino, the carnivore yeah. MD on, you might have seen him on Instagram. Um, it's called The Carnivore Code. And it's a book of, of diet, but also mainly science. The science behind eating meat right. and how we've evolved and how our brains have grown in size because yeah. of meat and all these we things. Because we discovered fire and we could cook meat healthily without getting all the bacteria and shit. Mm. And meat, meat is such a, a great source of, of energy. And, you know, like discovering fire was such a breakthrough for humans. Like we're the only Massive. animal, you know, like Massive breakthrough, man. And you feel- I, I was thinking about this today, man. I was at the gym and you know, there's this word and this slur from the left where they say, they call them gym bros. Oh, gym bros, gym bros. And that's like a negative thing that someone goes to the gym a lot and all they think about is their physique. And yeah. it's like, you know who I trust in this world? People that get off the fucking couch and go to the gym and work out as opposed mm. to some Antifa dirtbag that sits at home on the internet whinging about shit. <coughs> like, 
talking garbage all day. I trust a gym bro to be disciplined, more intelligent, more open-minded. Mm. Well, that's the thing. Conservatives now, like people, like when I was a kid, I was a skater, mate. I hated people that went to the gym. I was like, oh, they're like jocks and like nerds and normies. And now the culture's changed a lot. Like you got um, gothics that go to the gym. You've got emos mm. that go to the gym. And I, I love that. It's great. It is great. Like there's a great cult. You know, we talk a lot about the negatives and the, and the lefties sort of side of thing. I think this new generation is actually pretty awesome. And like, yeah, there's a lot of lefty bullshit that goes around and transgender bullshit. But I think the internet and the availability of information and, and pe- people are just way more open-minded in that younger generation. I mean, even your age, but like 25, compared to me, mate, I'm 44. I was born in 1977. The 70s and the early 80s was a completely different time. You didn't have, you barely had a phone, let alone a mobile phone. The internet didn't mm. exist. Like you got music from America two years after it was popular over there. We got, we had three TV channels. Like people yeah. now have so much more information at hand about diet, Every, like Google stopped people from being able to bullshit each other. Like when I was yeah. growing up, you could make up a story and say, oh, I'm a pro skateboarder. And we, you did, you'd say, you'd meet some kid in a new town. Yeah, I'm a skateboarder. I skate for bloody vans or whatever. You make up some bullshit story. Now you can just Google that. Oh, you skate for vans, do you? Oh, cool. I'm going to go on their website. Oh no, you're full of shit. Like there's less lying yeah. now in, in among, among humans at bars and, and in social situations. You have to be more real. Like reality and truth is in a lot of ways coming out more. Like there's a lot of people trying to block it and calling this or that misinformation or this or that. But I I have a lot of hope for the future and the next generation and, you know, just humanity in general. I I, I definitely try and call out some of the things I, I see that are negatives. But in general, I'm very positive about myself and the world and, you know, people becoming better and better as we move forward like i think there's so much good things going on yeah definitely i think and the kids are smarter my son at his age my, my older son is so smart 13 in a few months he's a teenager in a few months and um he's so fucking bright like he's so intelligent i'm like man it would be impossible for me to be as smart as he was at that age impossible totally they impossible. have all the information in the world at their fingertips yeah, and they utilize it. I get on TikTok a little bit, man. And, you know, we all talk about libs of TikTok and, and you see some ridiculous bloody transgender lefty stuff on TikTok. But the majority of TikTok is really funny, really creative. <coughs> Often it's quite conservative. It's very sexual and that's great. Mm. People are more in tune with their sexuality. That younger generation are more in tune with their sexuality. Like within reason, I mean, I'm a Christian, you know, I, don't, I, I believe in God, I believe in Jesus. I go to church, I read the Bible, so... Obviously, you know, there's limits to things and, and there's certain things I don't agree with. But one thing I do think is a healthy thing is that people have more access to sex via Tinder. People, people aren't sexually frustrated. Um, they're more open. They're more educated about it. They watch porn, which is a good and a bad thing. But I think being in touch with your sexuality and this next generation of, you know, 25-year-olds, 24-year-olds, they, they are much more aware of all this stuff. I think it's very healthy. Yeah, no, there's think- there's some healthy there's some healthy parts of it, and then you've also got the negative. So it's a it's a balancing act, right? Because yeah, I know for me, um, I look at porn as as it, it can be very dangerous. Yeah, very especially especially to a young to a young bloke who's trying to sort of discover where he is sexually and women and trying to you know 
if you start looking at porn, you're like, fuck, you get thrown into the deep end of the extreme, right? <laughs> and you you're can, like, you can, I mean, <clears throat> trying to find a girl that, that, you know, that you see in the, on por- like whatever porn you're watching, trying to find just a normal girl off the street to replicate that. Good luck. Right. It happens. So, it happens. Oh, I'm sure it does happen. I'm sure it does happen. But you know, for a young bloke, um, it can be damaging. It can be definitely. So, yeah. Um, just like with anything, man, you've got to, you know, you've got to have a balance of yeah. that. I'm not, I'm not saying porn in general is a good thing. And obviously, yeah, there's definitely got to be balance. I guess what I'm saying is that like, there's less sexual frustration. There's less like in the, in my day, man, you had to go out. If you wanted to have sex or even find a girlfriend or a wife, you had to go out to social situations. That's how you, mm. there was no Instagram. There's no Tinder. There's no internet at all. You had yeah. to go to places to find women or partners or whatever you want to call it. And like usually drink alcohol or take drugs or mm. whatever, like yeah, which there's positives to that as well. Like we're losing a bit of our social skills from the mm. internet, but there's a lot of positives in it, man. Like being connected, even just Facebook, when it came out, I got to reconnect with people from my, my childhood that I hadn't, spoken to for 20 years and it's a positive thing it's a great yeah, thing, man it's great for mental health that we are much more connected we have much more access to people in our lives information in our lives you can look up almost anything on youtube now and teach yourself the stock market or exercise mm. stuff or diet stuff or whatever you want you can learn so mm. much and it, it's all really positive man like very I, positive yeah you know i find it for um for younger blokes, and I'm talking about obviously women are similar, but just different category, right? In terms of what they need to be looking for online. But I think it's important to have as a young bloke is to have a good voice that you listen to online mm-hmm. in terms of someone that's educated, like Jordan Peterson was great for that. I love that yep. guy. Yep. Uh, I'm sure you know Jordan Peterson. Yeah. I love him. Yeah. So um, I'm going to see him in November. I can't fucking wait. Yeah, awesome. But um, yeah, man, look, he's, he says it like it is and he calls shit out for what it is. And and that's so important, man. And and it gives, you know what it gives young blokes who may be growing up feeling like back to our original point, really that they can't be who they want to be because, Mm. you know, they get condemned for it. They get condemned Mm. for being competitive. They get condemned for being aggressive. They get condemned. I love being a monster. monster. Jordan Peterson says, be a monster. Yeah, absolutely. And I love that. I think a lot of young blokes need to hear not just his messages, but messages similar to that. Yeah. Yeah. Because man, I, I feel for for the young blokes trying to find their place in this world at the moment, fuck, it must be difficult. It's difficult, man. But we didn't have Jordan Peterson when I was growing up. We didn't have people like that. Like, it, yeah. Right? And like, but, you, but, know, but you, didn't have, you didn't have the opposite. Like, fair enough, you didn't have, you know, access to people like Jordan Peterson, but you also didn't have these woke agendas being pushed down your throat either at the same time. So again, balance, right? When you get that, you got to combat it with something. Yeah. People are more well-rounded man in general. And like, I, that's exactly why I do what I do is that I want to have a positive effect on a younger generation and just let people know that there's other people out there that think the way that you think, because we've been ostracized. Anyone that has the most basic conservative viewpoints now has been ostracized and demonized. Mm. It's like, what? No, we're the ones doing things the right way. We're the ones that have, and this is the, okay. This is the key thing I've been thinking of in the last few weeks is that 
I don't even like the word conservative, but I'm going to use the word conservative because it serves that purpose. Yeah, yeah. People think that conservatives are anti-gay. No, we're not. We don't care about yeah. gays. We're just anti, you know, things getting pushed down people's throat. Like you said before, the kink at Pride Parade. That yeah. might be an example of where someone protests some activities that certain gay people do. That doesn't mean we're anti-gay. We're just anti mm. this one little thing that's pushing it a bit too far. Same with mm. transgender. If I say I'm against trans people playing rugby league, that doesn't mean I'm anti-trans. It means mm. I don't want trans people to play rugby league. I'm all for, I've known trans people. I've got trans friends. I, I love them to death. I love them exactly the way they are. They would agree with me that big, bulky biological males shouldn't be playing in women's rugby league environmental stuff as well if you just question the narrative about environmental stuff all of a sudden you're a climate denier well no i'm yeah. not i want the world to move to renewable energy i don't like that we run on petrol and coal and all that i want to transition to clean renewable solar energy and not be polluting this planet anymore but it needs to be done right look at electricity prices they're going through the roof because mm. People rejected coal in the last 10 years and wouldn't have the maintenance and upkeep for coal-fired plants because they're closed-minded about what coal is. Now, just because I say that, it doesn't mean I'm a climate denier or I'm anti-sustainable energy. It just means I'm a thinker. I'm a person that can rationalize. And, and you know, like you said earlier, like two things can be true at the same time. Like, yeah, yeah absolutely. I can support sustainable energy development, but also understand that we might need to use coal and gas every now and then if we want to keep the lights on and be able to maintain mm. our lifestyle that we all watch TV and have a million bloody iPhones and iPods and everything going all the time. Like, it's not black and white. It's not like you're a conservative thinker, you're anti this, anti trans, anti homosexuality. It's like, and, and I think. I really want that message to get out there. And I think people can come together more because we're not that different, man. Lefties, no. righties, yeah, there's extremes. We all really want the same thing. We want the world to be a better place. We want everyone to be happier, healthier, more comfortable. Really, that's what we all want. And we all just get caught up in this politics and judgment. And yeah. yeah. But it, it's strange because, you know, I've never, before I started sharing my views, I'd, didn't really hear right wing and left wing mentioned like i'd I'd hear it in the media but i never paid much attention to it and now it's like well you know okay maybe this view of mine you might consider right yeah um but at the same time some of my views you would consider left yeah. so what does that make me like there's no these labeling the labeling needs to stop yeah because it's a critical as you said critical thinking where okay see for me personally on that climate issue I'm aware the climate is changing. Definitely. I'm just not sold on the idea that, you know, Mate. the solutions that they're offering is the right thing. I'm not convinced uh, based on what I've seen, um, but and I'm not, I'm not sure, you know, if and how much we're contributing to that. I'm, I'm not seeing enough strong evidence to me yeah. um, to decide that. doesn't mean I'm opposed to the idea. It could very well be true. I'm yet to see something that satisfies me. Okay, well, maybe that's fair. Yeah. Um, and I just think, you know, you can't create these policies that will absolutely destroy the lives of many. 
Absolutely, they will. Um, and, you know, unless you're absolutely certain that little Australia, because keep in mind, China isn't coming to the party on that whatsoever. Well, they, they are to a degree. See, this is a common misconception. Everyone says, well, China's opening up new coal-fired power stations and they're polluting more than anyone else using coal. They are. They're also leading the world in sustainable energy. It just so happens that China has an insatiable appetite and need for energy. And that, if anything, they're proof. They're like, well, we're using as much sustainable energy as we possibly can. It's not enough. We still need coal and gas. Like if anything, yeah, okay. that really supports the idea that that sustainable energy isn't quite yet there yet. There's no country in the world doing it. There's no country, like mm. Germany tried, France is running on nuclear, their, their bills are lower than ever. China is an example of the most desperate situation where they've got the hugest population. So they need this power constantly every single day and their, their population's getting richer and richer. So they need more power every single day. They are investing more in sustainable than anyone in the world, yet it's still not enough. That China will be, quote me now, China will be the sustainable renewable energy powerhouse in the next 20 years. Um, but they'll still be using coal and gas. It's like, just come see what you just said before, man. All that proves mm. is that you're a compassionate person. You care about human beings. And mm. that's what people don't understand. They hear someone say, well, I'm not sure about the, this environmental science stuff. Oh, you're a climate denier. You're a bad person. You're, you think that the world's going to, it should end and, and you don't want to provide a future for the kids and you asshole, you're killing the kids and you're killing the animals. No, it's the opposite. You're actually yeah. compassionate. You want the best for all outcomes. Like because you know, that's right. And to me, when I see some of the policies and I go, okay, because the Greens are pushing really hard with it, especially in the after the election, right? I'm thinking, okay, if they get their way, what does that mean? They'll look at the Labor's, what does that mean? And I look at those policies, and what I see is low and middle income earners being pushed to the brink of poverty. That's what I see. Yeah. As, right now, if it happens right now. It's so right now. what's gonna change? over the next five to 10 years, that's going to rectify that because that's a big problem. I'm telling you now, it will drive families into poverty. It will. So yeah. we need, to, it's not going to work unless, and look, climate emergency that they keep talking, look, to me, it's alarmism. I, I don't it think is. we're necessarily in an emergency. Um, you know, you're not seeing some weird shit happening. You know, the sun rising from the opposite. You're not seeing some crazy shit. Yeah. Um, not at all. You know, we're doing a lot in terms of, of plastics. You know, we've really cut down um, the use of plastics and, um, you know, one-use plastic bags and all that shit. Yeah, doing been, those things. happening for, for 50, 100 years and people don't mm. even understand it. Like, I hate, I hate litter. I mean, fuck, I hate litter. I, every, yeah, if I see a park and it's with litter or a beach, it, fuck, I'll go and pick it up. I hate it. But at the same time, I'm also conscious of the fact that, well, we probably need a few plastics here and there still. Because let me tell you, drinking from a cardboard straw through a Macca's Coke isn't the best thing in the world. So maybe, <laughs> but you know, it's just, it's crazy that you can't have, you can't say, listen, oh, I'm not sold on this idea. Cause you know, they, instead of educating you and saying, well, listen, this is why, you know, this is why I believe it to be the case. They'll go, as you said, no nah, climate denier. Well, yeah. fucking educate me. It's like, yeah. ed you, if you know so much that you can label me as a climate denier, well, yeah. educate me. Oh, mate, and they you never don't want do to. It. They never, they never want, want to enter to. these discussions. And you you put out a scientific backed up argument, you know, 
backed up by you know some scientific journal or study and they they will always be like you climate denier i don't even want to have this conversation i don't have time for this i'm not going to talk to a climate denier not going to and it's like oh well we're just having conversation here what it's not argumentative it's 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 an intellectual back and forth what what's your like i gave my points what what are your points like where's oh no you're a climate i don't i don't talk to climate deniers and you know why there's half of them they haven't done their research no they haven't going along with the rhetoric and 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 the 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 crazy thing is that actually works they win the argument because you get demonized it's so bizarre scary thing but that's what's happened with a lot of issues we're sending through the whole COVID campaign. People sending messages going, oh, fucking hope you get COVID and die. I hope your kids love I've heard people hoping my, wishing death on my kids. Like oh. some, I don't even fucking know these people. I've yeah, never oh, said you, a word to them in my take life. You the vaccine, so you want your <clears> grandma <throat> to die. Yeah, it's like, mate, yeah, that, that's what I mean. But they've got, like, is that your argument? Like, that's just hatred for someone with an opposing view than what to you. Like, that's just hatred. Um, and now we're seeing that. Well, hold on a second. Maybe those arguments throughout COVID was were right. You know, look at look at the situation now, where we're, we're probably arguably well, we are not even arguably, we are in a worse place now in terms of top you know number of cases and, and illness in general yeah. than we were a year ago. Yeah, but no right. one's talking about it. The but media, now there's no it's lockdowns. Not, it's not making no... money for the media anymore, so <clears> we're not talking about it. People got sick of it. The pe- the thing people don't realize is. In this situation, this day and age, there's a 24-hour news cycle. That that 24-hour news cycle makes a certain amount of money. Um, whatever happened today, like look at the floods or Ukraine or whatever it might be. We don't talk about it anymore. What's the new thing? Well, that's because the news has an insatiable appetite for money. Yeah. If people aren't reading this article, if people aren't paying attention to this article, the news source isn't making money. So news has to generate something, some big news story. And for freaking two years there, it was COVID. They were making so much money off COVID mm. news. Now people don't want to, people are sick of it. Even though there was yeah. more cases yesterday than there was, I don't know, six months ago when we we're all fucking worried about it. And, mm. you know, everyone was freaking out about it. There's more cases every day now than there was like a year ago. No one cares. It's not affecting anyone's life. No, that's right. Show, and, and some people will go, oh, well, that's because we have better vaccines and everyone's vaccinated. No, no. no. Like everyone <clears throat> I know that's vaccinated, you know, and there's, no, there's no rule. Like some people who are vaccinated got sicker, some got less sick. Some people I know who are unvaccinated got sick, some got less sick. It doesn't seem like on a practical level from my experience, and I'm not vaccinated, I chose not to get it. I got COVID. I got pretty sick for a few days wasn't that bad like it's bullshit man the media just blow up this stuff they profit off it and people go along with it man like the problem is like i am still skeptical that i said 50 percent of people aren't aware a lot of this stuff i think 70 percent of people do just go along with the media narrative and don't do their own research don't doing your own research now is demonized you're not allowed to do your own research you're a conspiracy theorist if you look something up on the internet what yeah that's anti-intellectualism man that's starting to get towards the pol pot era in cambodia that's where like anyone who thinks differently is demonized that is dangerous thinking right there very i would argue that because of that and because of the way that the world's been shaped in the past 50 to 100 years that 
we're losing intelligence at this point. I really believe that. I believe that collectively we're losing intelligence and even individually. I mean, we've got so much at our fingertips now with technology and we can do everything. I think overall the collective IQ is dropping. It's definitely not increasing. And we're starting to see behaviors of people who will just rather just, just go along with it yeah. um, than to question it. And is it a lack of, of understanding? Possibly, yeah. definitely with some people. Laziness, yes. The fact that we're so busy just trying to survive in today's game, it's ridiculous. Um, that's another reason why. But it's, um, yeah, man. Anyway, Dan, I've got to let you jump, man. I don't yeah, really want to cut you off there, but we'll definitely do it again. Mate, good chat. It's been a pleasure, man. We'll do, yeah, we'll definitely do it again. And, um, mate, all the best and we'll keep in touch. Mate, keep up the good work. I love what you do. And, um, thanks for having me on, man. I loved it. Pleasure. Anytime, Dan. Thanks, mate. Good stuff, brother. See, See you, soon. mate. Bye. bye.